brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. The heating's gone on. I repeat, the heating has gone on. Uh, you're not in, so maybe you should turn oh, it yeah, off. Yeah, that's what I'm going wrong. My bills are through the roof. <laughs> um, I thought it was the energy companies again, but it's just me leaving it on all day. Surely you've got one of those Hive apps these days. Of course I've got a Hive app. Of course he has, yeah. I've, well, actually, I've got Hive, but I haven't got the app. Ah, right, okay. So it's kind of a bit pointless at yeah, the moment. Yeah, it is. Isn't that the whole um, point of it? But yeah. my wife is currently in bed, so the heating is on. Oh, nice. um, is your heating on, Matt? Yes, our heating was on overnight, actually, yeah. It was, it was very cold this morning, certainly. Emma, is your heating on? Yep. Glenn? Oh, we didn't know how to turn it off, so it's been on all summer. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it is, it is really on. During the heat wave. Yeah, when people talk about that hot summer of 2018, you know what they mean. Doubling down. Um, so, yeah, the heating's on. And, Matt, you, you're yeah. having the quandary. You're not going to break into the autumn winter collection, the, the legendary navy blue with rust lining puffer jacket, <laughs> until went, we hit the 10th month of the year. I nearly went full puffer jacket, but, yeah, I've got to wait till October. It seems way too soon. OK. Well, look, you know, your long sleeve top, that's a... That's a bit of a, a, a jumper situation going on there but oh, it's quite jumper, autumn yeah, rangy but, but um, yes I'm, so, I'm ready to do that but not full winter jacket no Ma- Matt's winter jacket is like real it's really it's big. beast from the east yeah. territory oh, yeah nice. I've already gone lumberjack shirt so I'm already halfway there this yeah, is nice you, I noticed you didn't even wear a coat in this morning because I saw you coming into the building no, yeah, I didn't. But I coat. It's too because cold. it's, it's two steps between the car and the building. No, Why would you need a coat for that? Unnecessary. That's very true. You and you make someone the... carry him those two steps as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's the award nomination at Edinburgh. Yeah, <laughs> very much the Mariah Carey of comedy. <laughs> um, also, as well, I'd like to start the show by saying a big well done to producer Claire, oh, who yeah. I, I haven't been forced into a slow motion, um, slow motion uh, viewing since, for many a year at this time of the morning. Uh, you nearly tripped over a box whilst carrying a tray of, <laughs> of pints of water and of steaming hot coffee. Hot and the way you recovered was... I mean, we all stood up and just went... <laughs> As it was happening. You should have helped. <laughs> I did actually throw myself at Claire, which is quite nice, in a kind of bodyguard fashion. Yeah? yeah? Oh, oh, yeah. Should we go with that? Oh, plot spoiler. I'm not speaking. She doesn't spill the coffee, does she? <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. If you'd like to send me a correspondence, you can. You can email me. It is dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. You can email about anything you like. A bit like Pat has. Good morning to you, Pat. Dear Dave... How do I tell a colleague he's really annoying? As you may or may not know, last Wednesday was, oh, yeah, was National Talk Like a Pirate Day. Not the kind of things we like to get into on this breakfast show. It was funny for about five minutes, but after six... Quite long. Yeah, five minutes of someone talking. Yeah, yeah, exactly right, right, exactly right, Glenn. Um, After six hours of... And I'm not even going to talk like a pirate to deliver the quotations you put here, Pat. After six hours of R and shiver my timbers, uh, we were ready for him to walk the plank. Please help. That's a sackable offence. Is could you go to the boss for the, Could you go to HR about Talk Like a Pirate Day and say you find it offensive? You go to The Hague. You really... <laughs> go to it's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think when it first came out, you know, like about 10, 15 years ago when it was new... And we were children. There was maybe one year where, oh, that's funny, I hadn't heard of this National Day. That's quite fun, isn't it? Do people do it all day? You've got to hope not. You've got to hope not, but I imagine... Unless it's one of those things like April Fool's Day, it's like, by midday, you you must now stop talking like a pirate. Yeah. You've yeah. got files to do, Kevin. But for most people in their working day, that's three solid hours of pirate talk in the office. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just too much. Um, let us have a think about this one, Pat. Um, 
How do I tell a colleague he's really annoying? Well, have a little think. If you want to join in the party, 8, 12, 15. The solution I expect is coming next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. So the email went... Dear Dave, how do I tell a colleague he's really annoying? As you no- may or may not know, last Wednesday was National Talk Like a Pirate Day. Does anybody know why that day came into existence in the first place? Just by some wacky guy in an office. Wacky somewhere. guy in an yeah. office. Probably the same guy started up May the 4th be with you. Yeah. Now that has to stop. Yeah. People saying May the 4th be with you. Happy <laughs> Star Wars Day. That has to stop. Um, it was funny for five minutes, which, as Glenn's already pointed out, is already a long time. Uh, but after six hours of R and shiver my timbers, we're ready for him to walk the plank. What do we do? Uh, well, we've been talking. We think uh, one solution would be to hide all of his belongings around the office and make him go on his own little treasure hunt if he wants to be a pirate. Yes, yeah. If you want to be a pirate, find your own phone. Go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way you're going to learn. Excellent. Yeah, so do you give him a little tr- a map of where, about where all the things are in the office? Yeah, give him some clues. Give, yeah. him a, give him a little map. It's nice. be fun for you and your colleagues to do. Yeah. Hide all of his stuff and just, just let him do oh, that for excellent. the rest of the yeah, day. That's a great yeah, I, th- I think everyone should, um, let's say his name was Keith, mm. everyone should start putting on really dumb voices and uh, like, Harry, good morning, Keith. And he's like, what's this? And they go, oh, it's National Talk Like Keith Day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's just such yes. a coincidence that it comes along <laughs> on National Talk Like a Pirate Day, isn't it, Keith? <laughs> Where's your phone, Keith? Follow this map. Why don't you go find it, Keith? Yeah. It's <laughs> a bit like bullying. Yeah, sorry, Alexis. But he'll leave the company. Yeah, and that's will. the important he thing. Will yeah, leave yeah. The company. yeah, let's not have National Talk Like Keith Day. <laughs> Just tell him straight up, enough is enough. You are not a pirate. That's a suggestion from Mark Brown. Well, yeah, that's. I think that's possibly the best answer. Yeah. I feel bad now. Maybe maybe Pat's <laughs> colleague's just having a bit of fun. It's a nice opportunity for him to come in with an eye patch on. Six hours of fun is a long time. <laughs> we didn't even think to ask how much money he'd raise for charity. <laughs> oh, I feel so bad. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. I'd like to hear all about your weekend, but if you could, just condense it into six words. It's what's the six-word weekend story? Morning Glory. 8, 12, 15 on the text, or tweet me at Absolute Radio. Um, Becky and Milton Keynes. Good morning to you, Becky. Monday, already, too short. Bodyguard. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Whoa, M- oh. Emma, you haven't seen Well, mine it, was going to be desperately trying to avoid bodyguard spoilers. OK, you're, you're working in the wrong studio with the wrong, <laughs> yeah. the wrong guy. Matt At least Dyson. there's soundproof glass between them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no, it's fine. That's why we had it installed. <laughs> it's fine, I won't be saying anything. I've learnt my lesson. Um, well, the newspapers aren't helping, so, you know, it's a bit difficult. I'm just trying not to look at any Yes. Yeah. Oh my Which is Lord, difficult when you're trying to tell everybody what's going on yeah. in the world. Yeah. <laughs> you're right, yeah, stay away from the papers. St- yeah, yeah, stay away from the mirror's got a bit of a spoiler. Yeah, so um, so we've foregone, um, myself and my wife, we've, we've, we've foregone the bodyguard in favour of, and this is my six-word story, broke the seal on Killing Eve. Oh, oh so good. Great, isn't it? Killing Eve, yes. Um, <laughs> it is good. So brave of them to kill three main characters off in episode two, I uh. thought. <laughs> Stop really? Ah, I couldn't resist. Of course, <laughs> I've only just discovered from Matt this morning. It's um, written by Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who wrote Fleabag, yes. which is one of the best Fleabag British comedies amazing. of, yeah, of recent times. Um, it's so good, so good. I think it's better than all the hype about the Bodyguard. I think, I think Killing Eve is better, better than the Bodyguard, hundred percent. Yeah, I completely agree. I would agree. And there were people saying that it, it, they don't like the line that it walks between being a comedy and being a kind of serious, yeah. kind of you know, drama about a kind of mixed-up assassin. Yes, but yeah. I think it walks that line. 
I'm perfectly I, yeah, well. I do. Yeah. And also, really I, I love David Haig. Oh, <laughs> Anything yeah. he's in, he's like a touchstone for me from things I've enjoyed in the past. Yes. He was in Thin Blue Line, wasn't he? Which yeah, reminds was it? me of my youth. Him, wasn't it? Yeah, he was like Rowan Atkinson's boss in the Thin Blue Line. And then the kind of stony-faced head of MI5. I oh. don't know the actor's name, but she was the headmistress in Three Men and a Little Lady, oh, who wow. fancies Tom Selleck's character yes. at the oh, private school. I can see her now. <laughs> that is one hell of a reference, that is. Yeah, yeah, that one wow. flew over Sarah Jane's head. <laughs> Look who it is! It's the headmistress from the private school with a free man and little lady fancy Tom Selleck's character. She was like, OK! The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. What's the six-word weekend story? Morning glory. Pat in Abingdon, good morning to you, Pat, says, last weekend as a single man. Ooh. I have issues with this because I think <laughs> as soon as you're in the relationship, then engaged, then getting married, you're pretty much off the market through all <laughs> yeah, three yeah, of those yeah, yeah. phases. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're not single until the day you get married, Pat. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Um, Maybe he's just going to go out and find... A girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, he's just really yeah. confident he'll get yeah. married tomorrow. Yeah. Well, whichever one it is, Pat, we wish you the best of luck. Um, joining us right now on line one, we have Joe. Good morning to you, Joe. Morning. Uh, lovely having you call us from Bristol. We loved your six-word story um, because <laughs> you you were part of a surprise 50th birthday party um, for your neighbour. Everyone shouted surprise, happy 50th birthday. And tell everybody why the birthday girl was surprised by this. Because she wasn't 50. How old was she? She was 49. (laughs) (laughs) How did this happen? We don't quite know. We're still trying to work it out. We there's obviously we've been planning this for about four months. (laughs) There's been a WhatsApp group. There's been a whole hot, you know, keeping it a secret. And yeah, somewhere. (laughs) And she's my next door neighbour. It's really, it was so embarrassing. She was so upset as well. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> Jeez, Joe. <laughs> and at no point did anyone think to check your actual age in this plan. No. Yeah. no, no look, a day over not. 49, you can't say that. <laughs> oh, I was so close to writing that in the card. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was about 20, 20 minutes before she um, arrived, somebody, somebody did say, she really looks good for 50, and we were just laughing about what would happen if we got it wrong, and... Yeah, and then we did. Really badly. Joe, this is incredible. So at what point did she break the news to everybody? Stood there, obviously, champagne flutes in hand, all yelling, happy 50th. Did she just yell, I'm not 50? No, she just looked really ungrateful and really, um, really confused. And she said thank you, and we give her the present and the card. And she was kind of because her birthday's in the beginning of August as well, so it's not it didn't make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> so you celebrated <laughs> someone's 49th birthday at the beginning of August, at the end of September on on her 50th. Yeah. Someone's yeah, made a massive absolutely. mistake here. It was a huge mistake, and we said, "Oh, we're really grateful. You know, we were really lucky that nobody made a mistake and wrote in the wrong WhatsApp group for Kirsty's 50th." And she said, "But I'm not 50." Oh, wow. Then the penny dropped. And, oh, no. Yeah. Poor Kirsty, who we'd like to make it, just to make it clear, is 49 years of age. Yeah, we'll all get together next year, though, shall I, we? I think, actually, in this situation, it would have been politer for her to have humoured you all and just said, you're right, yeah, I am yeah. 50. That would have yeah. been the British way. Yeah. I think she can have another party on her yeah. 50th. Yeah. 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 yeah, did people what hang around? Did, did you all hang around? 
we stayed, we stayed the night. We were down at fr- uh, friends um, in the country, so we were all kind of staying overnight anyway. So, yeah, we all stayed and had a party, and she gave a very amusing speech. But what was funny was her husband's expression, because for a split second, he really thought he'd forgotten that she was 50. Nobody won. Joe and all the friends just carried on having a party as the birthday girl quietly wept in the corner on her own. What a, what a lovely image. Uh, Joe, thank you for taking the time to call into the show. Have you a wonderful week. Thank you, you too. Thanks very Cheers, much. Cheers, Joe. Take care now. Wow. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. 10K. 10K. Every day. Yes, that's right. It's Absolute Radio's 10th birthday, but we're giving you the presents. You can win £10,000 every single day. What's even better is we're going to make sure the money is in your bank account by tomorrow. What would you spend 10 grand on? Matt, what would you spend 10 grand on? Well, we were talking just last week about hospitality at football matches. Mm-hmm. And I told you my dream was to one season get a whole season ticket in an executive box with all the hospitality before and afterwards. Oh, I see. It's at all your dreams come true. At the Nottingham Forest. And I looked into the pricing of it. Obviously, this isn't going to happen because it costs £9,380. But if I won this 10 grand... I could do it for And a change leftovers. What a time it would be. Change leftovers to buy a suit to get it past the smart casual dress code. Yeah. How sweet that would be for you, my friend. Uh, if you want to win £10,000, get your phone out right now and text the word WIN to 81215. Uh, there's no question to answer. Just ten grand in your bank account by tomorrow just by texting the word WIN to 81215. Good luck. Thanks, cost £2 plus your standard network rate. Lines close Tuesday 25th of September at 9am. Over 18s only. We're playing across the absolute radio network. Terms and entry at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Now, as we revealed about an hour ago here on the show, I received an email, and you can email me anytime you like. It is dave at absoluteradio.co.uk, saying, Dear Dave, how do I tell a colleague he is really annoying? Wednesday was National Talk Like a Pirate Day. It was funny for five minutes, but after six hours of R and Shiver My Timbers, we're ready for him to walk the plank. And that was from Pat. Well, thank you, Pat. And we came up with a solution. Uh, We don't believe in Talk Like a Pirate Day. We think, along with May the 4th Be With You, they should be uh, sent to, you know, as Frank Skinner would do, send them to Room 101. Mm -hmm. Um, But this has led on to a a bigger question. Uh, We want to compile a dossier, something that future generations, as they go into the place of work, can learn from. That's that's our responsibility here. Don't do what we have done. Mm. We want to compile an expert list of things that colleagues do that are slightly annoying to you, and that way, as I say, we can publish this and have it sent to workplaces up and down this country of ours. Um, 8.12.15 on the text, or tweet us at Absolute Radio. And it seems only fair that I go first. Okay. I know Matt Dyson, Glenn and Emma. Uh, Well, actually, you wouldn't have seen this, I don't think, because you're behind the glass in the second studio Mm. there. But I eat paper. Oh, yes. Yeah, that is a strange quirk. Shall we... we, (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) It's a good question. Uh, I've never seen you do that. Haven't you? Yeah, he chews on it. You don't swallow it, though, do you? No, I put it in the bin. Yeah. Just choose on it for a little bit. Get, the... get, get gum or something like that. I've got, I've got gum. Yeah. So why do you have paper? <laughs> well, it all came about. I used to work in a, sh- a clothes shop called Bullfrogs in, in Greenwich, and um, when it was quiet uh, and there were no customers coming in, uh, I used to press the feed receipt button on the till, and it go, and it would just go and print out a bit of receipt, and I would just tear it off. And in one day, this would have been in like 1998. I just 
pops a bit in. But it doesn't explain it, though. <laughs> and the, the habit it's of state... Tough. It's a habit. It's like chewing It was still weird in 1998. That's yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. weird then, and yeah. it's weird now. Has the taste changed over the years? No, <laughs> if anything, my palate has become more refined. Yeah, so, I, you know, I like to have some cartridge paper every now and again at Christmas. Do you have a particular favourite brand, a type of weave that you like? No, I don't. Just the stuff that comes out of the photocopies Not the recycled stuff. I'm not fancy. I'm not fancy. I saved that for my wine. When it comes to paper, I'm very just an A4 kind of guy. And on, celebra- on celebrations, though, you do eat some big paper, don't you? You go for like a big A3. I'll have an like A3. Yeah. I'll have an A3 if it's my birthday, yeah. 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 I'm yeah. Laminated for Christmas. <laughs> oh, oh. It's a bit chewy, the laminated stuff. But I get through. There's, there's, um, I used to have directors would tell me I'd be doing like live TV shows with cue cards and we'd go live and they'd notice that I'd nibbled like the top corner of a cue card off. And you'd be licking your lips looking at those cards. Because <laughs> <laughs> they've got that kind of, they've got that lacquer where they've been painting a certain colour. Delicious. Oh, wow. Um, that's so that's that's a quite an annoying habit, I think, is it? Being <laughs> sat opposite a grown man every yeah. weekday morning who's chewing on it bits is, of paper. I've sort of got used to it now. It doesn't it just washes. This it is over. what my this is. <laughs> no, I like to make notes throughout the show. That's what it looks like by the end. It's not very environmentally friendly. I think it is, though, isn't it? I think this is me. I'm actually recycling. Mm-hmm. But it goes back in well, the bin. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that would be odd. This if doesn't make any ma- sense. If I was making my own paper at home yeah. from my own waste. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> It's too early for that thought process. Let's not go into that right now. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Now, to any newcomers or untrained ears, this may seem like an excuse for you to bash your work colleagues at 8, 12, 15, (laughs) but it couldn't be further from that. We're just compiling a dossier to help future generations as they enter the workplace with things they are allowed and not allowed to do, just so that we live in a happier world. That's right, yeah. That's the vibe of the breakfast show. Positivity. Exactly. Although, if you want to bash your colleagues, feel free, 8, 12, 15. (laughs) Uh, Now, Matt, you have set your sights on the smokers and vapours of the working world. Yeah, yeah, the fag breaks have always been a bit of a grey area, isn't it? How often... Literally. (laughs) You go outside and have like a ten-minute break, are you, while the rest of us stay in the office and do that like a couple of times a day, three or four times a day. I mean, if you add that up, cigarette breaks, they should be staying up about an hour and a half late every day to make up the time Oh, I think non-smokers should just go and stand outside for ten minutes. Yeah, or or do that, but... You never just do, chat do away. Mm. Well, we've crunched the numbers. If you um, if you take ten minutes to have a cigarette break, there's eight hours in the average working day, and you do one an hour. That's eighty minutes, which is basically one hour twenty plus in say an hour for lunch if you're lucky enough. Yeah, that's two hours twenty minutes there in the go. working day. Make, make them stay late. <laughs> do, to make <laughs> smokers in, in many <laughs> ways. We're all we're all chumps for not just pretending we smoke yeah, and then just yeah, going yeah, outside yeah, and just you know go yeah. for a walk, go for a little with a lollipop stick and then pretending on a cold day. <laughs> Collars up, yeah, yeah, in the yeah, corner. Yeah. <laughs> um, people who turn up late at least twice a week. Uh, we can all get here on time, so why can't you? Uh, says yeah, Kate well, commentary. Yeah, yeah. Tardiness. People who start after you and finish before you, but complain to you about how long their working day is. <laughs> From Mike the uh, yes. Van Man. Uh, yeah. We're putting these all in the dossier for future generations going into the workplace. Things they shouldn't do because our generation already know that they're super annoying. <laughs> Like people who say things like super annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Office no-no, Dave. Slurping your cuppa in an open plan office from Steve of Stoke. He believes this should be a sackable offence. Oh, dear. 
um, cooking any kind of fish product in the work microwave. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. That yeah. stench stays around for a long time. That's from Rachel from Birmingham. You've really hit a chord there, Rachel. Uh, colleagues cutting their nails at their desk <laughs> with the clippings flying everywhere from Matt, who clearly works in some kind of zoo <laughs> with animals. <laughs> but who does? I've never it's witnessed I've never ever seen that. I've never seen, never that. seen anyone oh, do that in a workplace. OK, really. here we go. Mike takes us up a level. This is going to be page one of the dossier that we publish later this year. I had a work colleague who would use a rolled-up receipt to scoop his ears out. <gasps> Scoop them out. I know, Emma. Oh. That's not good for you, is it? Oh, dear. <laughs> Before that, Dave, you, you quite like the sound of eating the receipt. Yeah. And then... <laughs> yeah. It's mouth's watering. <laughs> <laughs> but it's enough to put me off my paper. <laughs> um, he would then leave it on the desk oh, and periodically throughout the day have another route around, <laughs> says Mike. That's great. Mike, that's pretty that's powerful horrible. stuff, yeah. Thank you very much. And please do keep them coming. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Which led us to talking about um, vapours and smokers outside mm. the workplace doors, man. Yeah, that grey area of a break that they get that not everyone gets. And uh, Paul has texted in to say, I used to work with a fella who was retiring a week before he was due to leave the company. He suddenly stopped coming in, even though he had a week left. And when work got hold of him to see what had happened, he said, I've done 30 years here and never smoked, so I'm taking my smoking breaks this week. <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> yeah. Bravo. Bravo, sir. <laughs> Lovely. Very nice. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Um, Alison in Derby, good morning to Alison, um, has given me the quite frankly shocking news that I think I am pregnant with twins. Uh, she says, Dave, I had cravings for paper when I was pregnant with my twin girls. My fella used to come home with strips taken from the edge of the Times newspaper where there was no print. It made my mouth water. Oh, the Times. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> you would have a hefty broadsheet in your oh, mouth. I love that. Yeah. Every, yeah. every Sunday, oh, I'll save the supplements till later. <laughs> 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 um, thank you very much, Steve, for getting in touch, Alison. Uh, Glenn, we know there's a, a colleague, uh, I don't know if he's going to remain nameless or not, but you'd like to add to the dossier to yeah, help yeah, future the co- generations. Yeah, the colleague's going to remain nameless. The, the company will remain nameless. It was a place I worked at about five years ago. It was just a very generic office temp job. And there was one occasion when my boss came over and he nearly tripped over my bag that was next to my chair. And I was like, oh, sorry. And he was like, no, 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 no worries. It's absolutely fine. He said, I'll just get a near-miss form and then we'll have a chat. And I was like, <laughs> I was like sorry, sorry, what, what, what do you mean near-miss form? And he said, well, um, in, basically what we like to do is if, if, some, if an incident nearly happens, then we fill out a form oh, and that goes to man. HR. And then we basically detail what we could have done differently and what measures we're going to put in place. Oh, and I said, I said, we could just not tell anyone. And he was like, no, I think we should. And I had to fill out this whole form about what? to say what measures I can put in place in the future to ensure that my bag is never in the way again. What could have happened? Uh, it was just wow. a level of jobsworthiness that I have never encountered before. Bureaucracy and jobsworthiness. We will add that yes. to the dossier. Thank you, Glenn, and thank you, everybody. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It is time for something that Matt Dyson himself described as a, and I quote, half assed version of what Paul Merson did. <laughs> great. That's a great way to sell it, yeah. <laughs> Uh, just to give you a little bit of backstory here, this this occurred on Saturday's uh, always brilliant rock and roll football uh, with Matt and, of course, Matt Ford. Um, now, producer Dave, for some reason, seems hell-bent <laughs> on you doing this, which is effectively crowbarring in Oasis song titles into your weekly commentary and hoping that your co-hosts 
don't know what you're doing. Don't notice, yeah. Um, but he, he's, he's just... I don't know what it is about producer I, Dave and this. He loves it, yeah. He, he made you do it with Rob Beckett, who caught on straight away. Yeah, I did Blur songs with Rob Beckett, and he spotted straight away. No message. On, honestly, like, we'll go like, oh, what are you doing tonight, man? Matt will go, I've got parents' evening. And producer Dave will go, like, oh, try and crawl by as many Oasis songs as you can in the <laughs> yeah, meeting with the teacher. Um, personal amusement. So his own personal amusement. So you did it. Yeah, and of course yeah. the reason we say half fast version what Paul Merson did. Paul Merson did this on Soccer Saturday, and it was fantastic. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Uh, so, how many did you manage to get away? It was about six in the end, I think. But I mean, that's you know, that's quite low, really. Isn't well, it? I don't know. Should we have, should we have a little <laughs> listen? Because Matt Ford, I don't think he kind of knows what's going on. I don't know whether. <laughs> yeah, I think he had his suspicions. To be fair. <laughs> okay, here we go. Goals flying in everywhere, Matt yeah. Dyson. Listen up. It is a goal at Anfield. I'm not doing traditionally very well at this. No. I think you're going to get this not, so easily. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I'm sort of not doing well at all. Goals galore in the Premier League. Yeah, it's getting better, man. City are now 3 0 up. Having <laughs> <laughs> away at Cardiff. Do you have a preference on accent that you'd like me to do? Um, Don't get me into trouble, mate. Some might say they'd like to hear you doing a, a Scouse accent again. Okay. I think I know. So, Port is a big clue. Yeah, yeah. I think I know. We will try and do... I don't know what happened. We will try and do that chant out again for Roland to the West yeah, Country. Yeah, we're getting there. Little by little, we're getting there. Oh, <laughs> nice at the end. So you did get six. You got listen up. Do you know what I mean? It's getting better, man. Some might say, you had an attempt at I hope, I think, I know, but you missed yes. out the word hope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think that was an attempt. I just was saying I think I know, to be fair. And then landing little by little at the end. So, um, well done, Matt. Well, you know, hopefully we can put an end to that. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully that's put to bed now. Um, but bravo and rock and roll football will return next Saturday here on Absolute Radio at 2. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Where, as promised, it is time for the Absolute Radio higher or lower 10th birthday song game. Up for grabs a pair of tickets to see the Manic Street Preachers, George Ezra and Blossoms play our sold-out birthday gig at O2 Shepherds Bush Empire tomorrow evening. Now, the rules are simple. I've got some tracks once again that were released between 2008 2018. It's up to you to get through as many as you can by guessing whether it was released before or after the previous track. It is sudden death, people. So if you get one wrong, the tickets immediately automatically go to the other person. And playing today on Line 1, we have Andy. Good morning, Andy. Good morning, Dave. How you doing, my man? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Very well, thank you for asking. It's a great start to the week. On Line 2, we have Matthew. Good morning to you, Matthew. Morning, Dave. How you doing, my man? Yeah, all good, thank you. Lovely. Matthew, Andy, Andy, Matthew. Hi, Matthew. Morning, Andy. Oh, look at that. Lifelong friends. And we know what happened on this very show. That's lovely. Um, Andy, you were picked at random first, so that means you are going first. Yep. And we begin right now with the kooks, always where I need to be. Andy, that was released on the 28th of March, 2008. But, my friend, was... Imagine Dragons, radioactive, released before or after the 28th of March 2008. I'm going to say after. You're absolutely right. It was the 29th of October 2012. Matthew! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Was Green Day... Know Your Enemy, 
released before or after 29th October 2012? I would say before. You're saying before. You are absolutely right. Congratulations. Yes. 16th of April 2009. But Andy. Yep. Was Liam Gallagher, Wall of Glass, released before or after the 16th of April 2009? I'm going to say after. Of course it was. It was the 1st of June 2017. Matthew, you're back in play. Ed Sheeran, 18, before or after the 1st of June 2017? Definitely before. It was definitely before. It was the 12th of June, 2011. Which means, Andy, it is back to you. Before or after? The 12th of June, 2011, Snow Patrol, Take Back the City. I'm going to say a pure guess before. You're saying before. You were right to guess. It's Snow Patrol talking about the city, 5th of October 2008, which means, Matthew, you're back in play. The Rolling Stones, Doom and Gloom, before or after the 5th of October 2008? Uh, Not sure, to be honest. Uh, After. Guess. You're saying after. It was the 11th of October, 2012, which means we move into tiebreaker territory. Oh, gentlemen, well played. So here we go. We asked you both off air. The Manic Street Preachers are performing at our 10th birthday gig tomorrow night, but how long in minutes and seconds is their latest album, Resistance is Futile? Andy, can you remember what you said? I said 58. You said 58 minutes. And Matthew, can you remember what you said? I said 42. You said 42. I can reveal, coming to our 10th birthday gig tomorrow night, it's Matthew! Well done, Matthew. Cheers, Andy. Oh, how lovely, Andy. Lovely having you on the show, my man. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great week. And Matthew, at 46 minutes and nine seconds, you were closest. Congratulations. No way. Thank you very much. We we look forward to meeting you in person tomorrow at the gig. Have yourself a great day. (laughs) Cheers, Dave. Bye. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Good morning, 8.36 on your Monday, which means Matt has got his trusty dice out, ready to change some lives. Um, Today we're going to be calling it uh, Dice On, Dice Off. Yes, it's another one of your suggestions. (laughs) (laughs) We'll give you the credit you deserve shortly. All we need from you right now uh, is the dilemma that you're facing and two possible outcomes, and then Matt can get rolling. Make sure you send them in to 8.12.15. But right now... My dear friend Jamie, who resides in Cambridge, I went to I went up there for the weekend. Yeah. Uh, it was lovely. Went up there Friday straight after the show. Drove up there. Uh, he has given me um, my first practical test when it comes to um, fatherhood, which Great. I'm going to be enjoying for the first time uh, in a couple of months' time. Well, I- I'm going to describe it to you as how I saw it, and if you can tell me what it is. Okay. How, how's that as a little test right, for everyone? Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was like a cross between Bugsy Malone and the opening sequence to Saving Private Ryan. Oh, what? <laughs> what? That's right, it was picking up his two kids after school. Oh, right. <sighs> yes, it's hectic, isn't it? 
it's so hectic. it's so intense. Yeah. <laughs> like there was a point where I was just stood in the middle of the playground on the hopscotch thing, just wide eyed, just staring around while like, children ran at me and ran past me, everywhere, trying running. to pick out which which two of these do I own? On, which two of these yeah, am I trying yeah. to take home? On scooters, sometimes as well, throw them into the mix, and you've got an absolute nightmare on your hands. It was it, they were whizzing by. It, yeah, was, yeah. it was so intense. And then on top of that, not only have you got to, to figure out which two of these children are yours, so you take the right ones home. I've learned that's lesson one. Very important. Take the right child home. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, school. Yeah, so I'm, I'm putting yeah. that on the list of things I've learned um, ahead of fatherhood. So uh, you find the, the two children, um, that they're, and they're adorable. Jamie's children are absolutely adorable. So we find them, but then you've got the minefield of the fact that uh, his daughter at one point had unfinished business with another child. They'd obviously been having a conversation yeah, before the yeah, bell had gone. Yeah. So then we have to follow her over so yeah. she can talk to another six-year-old. Mm-hmm. And that means, of course, we then have to talk to, to mum and dad. Yeah, so this is what uh, you said. Becoming friends this is a great with your kids, for you, yeah. friends, parents. Yeah. And that's so all you've got in I'm, common. I'm meeting some bloke called James yeah. in, a, in, a, in a playground oh. in Cambridge all of a sudden. That's my Friday now. <laughs> and pick-up is easier than drop-off, let me tell you that. Shut up! You the, the school run in the morning is much harder. <sighs> then you've got all that to contend with at the school, yeah. but you've got to get them up, you've got to brush their hair, you've got to get, get them fed, teeth brushed, hair brushed, everything, all in a set time, otherwise they're going to be late for school. But that's almost separate because if a drop-off is just sort of just unloading the kids from the car or whatever and you just go right okay fine put them in the hands of a teacher you've still got to walk through away. the playground oh. and you've got all the kids everywhere well, that's why we, we have to do our best to stay in breakfast radio because we're not yes. available for that <laughs> those hours of the day yeah, are we exactly, it's yeah. another motivation <laughs> but yeah it was it was just carnage yeah yeah and, and obviously you have to be pleasant to teachers yes yeah yeah pick out which kids are yours and they always come out with sweets now as well because it's always someone's birthday so they come out with loads of sweets get loaded full of sugar then go home and they're high as kites <laughs> yeah, the next thing the next thing I, I know I'm walking along carrying two little rucksacks. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, which oh. And don't get me started on the recycling, right? You take the recycling <laughs> in, and then they, they, they make stuff at school. So that like, oh, I've made you a boat, Daddy. It's like a massive box of cornflakes. Like, <laughs> you got to carry that home. <laughs> you have to carry that home, and then pretend you like it at least 24 hours before you can put it back in the recycling. And then the cycle goes round and round. Oh, I can see that I'm working amongst like-minded people oh. when it comes to this whole drop-off pickup from this school. This is the thing. tip of the iceberg day for you, oh. but I'm glad you've had a taste. I'm going to put that on the list. Tip of the iceberg. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Jimmy in Edinburgh has named the feature this week. Uh, oh. Dice on, dice off. A little nod to Karate Kid oh, yes. and your surname there. Yes, love it. This is from the end of Karate Kid. Um... I like what I like about this feature, Dice on Dice Off, is that each week is a new adventure. Because mm. last week uh, there were people we helped make decisions about leaving partners, yeah, um, moving jobs, emigrating to foreign lands, and today's has basically been about breakfast choices and shall I mow the lawn? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, so I don't even it. need to use the T's and C's today. No. Uh, so let's just do this, shall we? Dice on. Shall I mow the lawn before I leave for a weekend away? Oh yes. Well, you should do it soon. Before it gets wet. Uh, thank you, soothsayer. 
<laughs> oh, mystery garden man. Um, evens, Alan Titchmarsh, odds, Alan Sugar. Okay. Or any other Alan who you don't any think Alan. would probably do their own garden. Alan Non-Shearer. Yeah. Oh, it's a number four. So number four, it's even, it's Alan Titchmarsh, which means you are going to be mowing your lawn yes. this coming weekend. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's time for the Daily Smash. Uh, and as, um, as always, we're inspired by Rick Astley this yeah, morning. in so many ways we are. What's happened? What's Astley been up to? Uh, he once ate 15 milky bars in a row. He's revealed uh, his brother once challenged him, his uh, big brother Mike challenged him to do 20 in 20 minutes. And he only got 15 in before he realised he couldn't go on. It's a fascinating interview for Food Monthly magazine, uh, where as a child he just ate nothing but ham sandwiches. Okay. And then when he turned into a teenager, it was pot noodles big time. Apparently. Pot noodles big time. Yeah. He used to love a ham sandwich, did Rick yes, Astley, did, according yeah. to his food diary. Yeah. At least he's been honest in his. My, my food diary of Waitrose magazine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who could forget? I woke up on this fine morning. He's half a breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Coughing water from the tap. One o'clock, I pop a pomegranate seed in my mouth <laughs> before heading to another research meeting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Rick Astley has eaten 15, um, what is it, Milky Bars? Milky Bars, yeah. That's why the Daily Smash today is Chocolate Bars and the playlist, 8, 12, 15. Thank you to Rick for the inspiration. And as always, these are the ones from around the room. I've got Little Red Booster, the Rolling Stones. Uh, nice, yeah. Uh, Kinder Carlisle. <laughs> and the Milky Bar Kid Rock. That's that's yes, my three. Yes. Matt Dyson. Tom Yorkie from Radiohead. Uh, Hershey's Electric. And Fredo Durst <laughs> from Limp Biscuit Boost. Very course. strong. Emma. Double Desmond Decker. Oh, yeah. Flake on Me by Aha. And oh, David yeah. Bowie, Revel Revel. Oh, oh Revel yeah. Revel. Lovely stuff. And finally, Glenn. Uh, Toblerona of a Lonely Heart. <laughs> uh, I like Big Buttons and I Cannot Lie. <laughs> It's amazing. Uh, I, kissed, oh. I kissed a twirl. <laughs> and I liked it. Yeah, we all like it. Yeah. Uh, so there we go. It's over to you guys now. Tweet us at Absolute Radio. It's chocolate bars smashed together with a playlist. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Chocolate bars in the playlist. 30 seconds to Mars Bar from Andy and the team at Taste Devon. Good morning, Andrew and the team. The Whole Nut of the Moon from Den Embarking. Always nice to hear from you, Den. Twirl Jam from Paul on his way oh. to work in Stratford-upon-Avon. That's yeah. a good one, isn't it? Bueno Mars. Um, <laughs> Dom yeah. has even taken the time to put in brackets Bruno Mars. Oh, um, thanks for that. Yeah. Pick Nick Kershaw from Stefan <laughs> oh, from yeah, Rugby. Um, I've had the dime of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and Fleetwood Caramac. Oh, from yes. Sarah, who adds brilliantly, you can Toblerone way. <laughs> Toblerone way. Thank you, Emma. There we Lovely. go. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. And that's your lot for a Monday morning from us. Thank you ever so much for tuning in. Uh, we'll spare you the usual have we learnt anything, what's the name of the podcast type stuff. Uh, we want to focus this last little talky bit fully on the fact that Today at 4pm sees the launch of a brand new show that is not to be missed. Bush and Richie are at home time. Oh, it's exciting, isn't it? It's an it's appointment to listen from 4 o'clock. It is 4pm till 7pm. Today is the day the brand new show launches. Don't miss it. We'll be back tomorrow when you wake up. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. 
Absolute Radio.